Where does creativity fit into compliance? In more places than you think. Problem solving, accountability, communication, and connection. They all take creativity. Join your hosts, Tom Fox and Ronnie Feldman on Creativity and Compliance, part of the Compliance Podcast Network. First, a word from this month's sponsor, Ethico. Handling multiple compliance cases can often feel like navigating a complex labyrinth. Ethico introduces simplicity and intelligence into this chaos with our custom workflow automation. By automatically routing cases based on your unique criteria, we turn the maze into a clear path forward. Envision, a compliance process that's not just effective, but also intuitive and adaptable to your needs. It's time to redefine efficiency in your workplace. Embark on this journey of transformation at ethico.com slash cpn. Book a demo and explore the white paper by Tom Fox, 2023, the year in compliance, to discover a world of seamless compliance management. Hello, everyone. Tom Fox back with another episode with Ronnie Feldman for another episode of Creativity and Compliance. Ronnie, welcome to 2024. Hey, everybody. I hope everyone had a good year. We're ready to do some more pods. As you can tell from Ronnie's enthusiasm, we're going to talk today about positivity. I wanted to call this episode, Don't Be a Debbie Downer, but Ronnie said, no, we got to be positive. So, Ronnie, why do you think positivity in and of itself can be a plus for a compliance professional in a compliance program. Yeah, it, in some ways it seems very self-evident to me, but let's. I, f- I feel like the more we peel the onion on this, there's some interesting things to talk about here. For those who may have heard of the Creativity and Compliance podcast before, you know that we know that we've discussed in great detail how compliance often has a negative connotation right? It's the, if you talk to any employee, I still talk to my friends who don't know what I do. They go, Hey, are you doing that comedy stuff? Or if they happen to know it's compliance, they go, Oh, wait, what do you, why would you do that? I hate my compliance officer, right? There's this negative image around those words because it's associated with the corporate cops, the office of no, the, the, the nun that's going to wrap your knuckles with the ruler. It's all of this negative imagery. And we know that just as human beings, we don't like to be around people who bore us, who annoy us, who scare us. And compliance, unfortunately, despite all uh, the great personalities of the people in this field, those words have some toxicity to them. And the only way to do that is to address it head on because people like being around people that are positive, that are energizing that are solution oriented what's that study the the dr rob cross university of virginia people like hanging around people who provide energizing interactions that that's the basically the study people will will go will associate themselves and seek out those people and they will avoid people that provide those negative interactions so think about your program not just not just who you are as a person but what are the things that are you putting out into the world how are your policies written? How is the code written? What does your website look like? What are the email? How do the emails go out? Are you, is everything punitive? Like ter, turn in your, you, you didn't finish your course. You're going to be docked pay until you finish your, finish your compliance training. This is your third warning. Everything is all stick and no carrot. <laughs> There's a little more to say about it, but what's your reaction to that, Tom? Compliance is known as the land of no populated by Dr. No. So I'm very familiar with that. The land of business non-development, the department where deals go to die, 
and of course, Debbie Downer. So you're absolutely spot on, Ronnie. And what struck me, and, and frankly, what has struck me several years I've known you, is that you bring a positivity and image, not image, bring a positivity and engagement to literally everything you do. And I've seen you do that at conferences. I've seen you do that at dinners. I've seen you do that on this podcast. I've seen you make presentations. And you bring that positivity about what we all are doing in compliance. And, and I have to say, it's effective and it works. And when you, I'm a lawyer by professional background, so I probably have some Debbie Downer genes in me that led me down that path. But the reality is, if you can present yourself as, uh, I don't want to say a business enabler, but you're there to help the business unit do deals. You're help sale, there to help salespeople make sales to make money. You're help, there to help them make their bonus. Yes, they have to do it ethically and in compliance. And yes, there are going to be some rules you have to follow. But if you can present them as guardrails and, and you're getting close to the guardrail, let's see what we can do to maybe move you back into the middle of the road or something to show we're here to help and we're here to work with you. And I'm never going to be as positive as you. Uh-huh. And I'm never going to be as funny as you. And I'm never going to be as outgoing as you. But it doesn't mean you can't be positive about what you do. It's, I tell people I'm the compliance evangelist because I'm very passionate about corruption across the globe. And I try to bring that passion to what I do. But when I explain that to the business people, it, I, I'm passionate about this and I want to convey that passion to you. And that can be part of the positivity. I think your message is absolutely spot on. And frankly, I'm not sure I've ever heard a talk at a compliance conference where somebody stands up and says, be positive. Uh, we do some great things in compliance. You bring some great stories to tell, and we've told some of those stories with your clients on this podcast, and I think those are all positive. Yeah, I appreciate that. The It's a simple concept, but there, here's what it makes me think about. I think a lot of, at least where my training comes from, where you have to work at some of these communication skills is improv training. The number one, the I guess the most well-known uh, rule of improvisation is called yes and we've done a podcast on yes and before and on stage that means if you're making something up off of an audience suggestion on stage and you don't know what's going to happen someone has to make a statement the other person has to drop their idea agree to that reality and add one thing and it's different than what the other person thinks so they have to drop their idea agree and add one thing so we as improvisers actually work at the idea or skill of yes anding things. So I, one of the things that I try and do with the work that we do and my communication skills, and I'm again, all of us are a work in progress, right? I'm not touting myself as just something different than what everybody else is, but we're all working on these things. I actively, when I get an email that dies, that makes me upset, I think to myself, how can I yes and this? Because people don't like no because people, they don't like no but people. So in compliance, the way this relates is that if you come across a situation, an employee wants to do something, and the answer is no, it's sometimes better not to, it's better to not say no, it's better to acknowledge, use the yes as a validation, go, ah, I, I see what you're trying to do, let's talk about some of the other issues around this topic, that's your, and then you can educate and bring up solutions where you're solving it together. 
the idea, at least in a communication skill, of always bringing some solution, some positivity, there is technique to that, and I, we all have to work at it. I like to think in terms of the way we train and communicate, the yes and is the fun video. It's the, the acknowledgement that the training might be a little boring by acknowledging that is you acknowledging their reality and then offering up, you might get a laugh out of that and then offering a bridge to the thing that you want to say. I don't know. What do you think about that? I, I feel like the, the whole positivity, I, 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 what we're, as we're getting into this, what I'm realizing is that it is something that we do have to work at. And remember, we're digging out of a hole of the, the baseline is that they don't like us because of these this reputation. So it's even more important that we find ways to be positive, to be solutionary oriented, to talk to them about how we can help them win business. Because the default is they don't think of you that way. It struck me in listening to you, Ronnie, that I came into this podcast thinking, I'm going to have a big smile on my face. I'm going to help you do business. But it's much more than that. It's much deeper than that. And I'll give you the example you gave me. This is your third reminder to take your compliance training. I don't want to have to send this again. Why don't you take that positivity literally throughout your communication strategy? And I recognize sometimes you you do have to communicate a sense of urgency, and that's fair enough. But it doesn't have to be a rap on the knuckles, and I appreciate your nun reference, Sister Mary Elephant Lives, and that maybe there's a we really do need to talk about this. We talk about the soft skills of leadership of a CCO. But what if your CCO really changed and tried to be more positive in your communication skills, your interactions with your compliance team, your obviously your interactions with your employees? First of all, your compliance team is going to see that. And talk about tone at the top. If your CCO can be positive, I think that would imbue itself down to the rest of the compliance function in a corporation. And then you can start to get that more positive aspect out. And it just struck me in listening to you of all the Debbie Downer things that lawyers or compliance officers can do. It really may, we really may need to rethink this. This is way beyond a smile and a good word. This is a, a really an attitude change that we are here to help and we're going to help. We are a corporate function uh, that provides services. Our customers are the employees of our organization. So let's treat them with the respect that we would treat a customer and try to bring some positivity uh, in, in literally everything we do down to our e email communications, which are not, unless you do, this will happen. Uh, so maybe that it's just, it struck me. It's much more encompassing than I thought it was going to be when we started this podcast. Uh, I think of it this way. So the, Obviously, like positivity is an attitude, but uh, one of my favorite quotes that I've said several times on over the years on this podcast is from John Cleese from Monty Python, who said the main evolutionary significance of humor is it gets us from the closed mode to the open mode faster than anything else. So to me, the value of being creative, being entertaining, to, to use these sort of creative devices that we use in our everyday lives, listening to podcasts, playing music commercials, television shows, talk shows, game shows. These are what we what we do in our everyday lives. The more we can borrow those conventions and apply them into this very weighty, serious topics, that in and of its nature is positive. People will 
then seek you out and go, oh, thank you for sharing that. The, the biggest, you know, the anecdotes that we get that I love the most is some, sometime our clients say, people stop me in the hallways now, or when we're on, when we get invited to the Zoom meeting, they're like, oh, hey, there, you're the one who sent me, sent that fun video. And they get that quote unquote hallway conversation. Um, there is some behavioral science behind this. I always like to mention that. So it's not just our opinion. There was a study some 15 years ago called the fun theory. Um, is it 15? Yeah, that's about right. It's because I know when I started this company, L&E, in 2016, the first article I wrote was about the fun theory. And it's about the power of fun. This Volkswagen did a whole study where they gave money to people to see if they could prove if you could change behavior through things that are positive and fun. And they did. There's That's the piano staircase. If you've seen that one, there was, they got people. That's where they got people to take the stairs instead of the escalator because they made the stairs musical notes. There's a whole one about recycling. They got people to recycle more by making the recycle bins like a, a slot machine. There's one where they got people to stop speeding by saying that for all the people that went under the speed limit or went the exact speed limit, some of the fines for the people who went over the speed limit were given back via lottery to the people who stayed under the speed limit. So they got reward and then they got more people to, to stop speeding. So there's a whole bunch of examples in the world about how being making things fun, interesting, and positive actually changes behavior much better than, as we say, the stick. Ronnie, that's a great place for us to end this episode. Before we leave, if our listeners wanted to find out more information on Eleni, tell us where to go. Oh, hey, thanks. So you can always go to learningsenter.com. That's the word learning with an S, entertainment with an S, or you can look me up on LinkedIn, Ronnie Feldman. I always love talking about this stuff. Thanks for having me, Tom. All right, Ronnie, looking forward to continuing the conversation. As I mentioned in the opening of this new podcast series, Compliance Tip of the Day, we are sponsored this month by Ethico. Are you struggling to close cases? Well, Ethico is here for you. Take advantage of their innovative approach to empathetic or empathic issue intake, streamline case management, and enterprise-wide disclosures. Learn more about how you can crowdsource risk management at scale at ethico.com backslash CPN. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Creativity and Compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.